The theme of our service today is loving our neighbors. And so it is a perfect fit for my dear friend, Whitney Parnell, to be here with us this morning. Whitney is the founder of a nonprofit called Service Never Sleeps. Um, she is a champion for serving others and a tireless advocate for going to the furthest margins um, in order to do that. So Whitney, would you just give us a little quick overview of Service Never Sleeps and what you all are about? Awesome. Well, thank you so much to The Surge for having me here. Uh, like I said, I've told the band so many times, as much as y'all have me, I'll be here. <laughs> but no, so great to be in, in a house just so full of, full of love. And um, like Emily said, I'm the founder and CEO of Service Never Sleeps. Our vision is to foster a community of concerned citizens who refuse to stop serving for as long as social injustice exists. So what we really try to do is mobilize communities to exercise allyship, which is an active way of life that uses bridge building to ensure equality, opportunity, and inclusion for everyone. So that involves engaging a lot of private sector millennials in service to become leading allies, engaging the corporate sector in active citizenship, and lastly, training our community members and empowering and equipping them for being allies that stand behind marginalized communities and engage their own peers in the same. And we even have people in the audience who have taken that workshop, including here. So um, very grateful to be able to be here, uh, spreading God's love as, as he called us to do. So thank you so much. Thanks, Whitney. Yeah. Um, as Whitney said, yes, we, several of us have attended some of the workshops that SNS has done, and we are just thrilled to, to be able to partner with Whitney in that way. But wait, there's more, because Whitney is also a songwriter. Uh, she has an album coming out very soon in the next couple of months. And in fact, one of the songs off of that album, the talk, um, the video for that song was filmed at the barn, our facility over on Kirby Road, and a live album release party was also filmed there at the barn last month. So we'll make sure to keep you informed of when that album drops because um, it's wonderful. And in fact, as I mentioned, um, Dwayne will be teaching us today about loving our neighbors. And that will encompass a lot of different areas. Obviously, we have all been praying for the devastation in Houston. Um, our hearts break, and we want to do whatever we can to help there. And there are also many ways that each of us just can extend love in our own circles here in Northern Virginia. But in talking about this topic, we would be remiss if we didn't specifically acknowledge the racial divide that is so stubbornly pervasive in our current culture and seemingly only increasing. Something that's true for all of us, regardless of skin color, is that the farther away you are from a problem, the simpler it seems. And the closer you move, the more complex it becomes. It gets messy. But Jesus wasn't afraid of that. He constantly moved toward the messiness because he knew he had been sent by his father to bind up the brokenhearted and to set the captives free. And so for those of us who follow Jesus, we are also called to be ministers of reconciliation, not in our own power, not in our own strength or to bring attention to ourselves, but out of God's strength and to point people to him. So as a step towards that reconciliation, we wanted to hold a special time of prayer this morning that specifically speaks 
to the racial issue because the fact is when we do move closer to it, we are able to see more of its complexity. It's not just a cultural issue. It's not simply a social issue or a political issue. Not that we shouldn't be involved in those domains. However, at its root, it is a spiritual issue. And that is part of what makes the church special. And I don't mean just the surge church, I mean church capital C, all of God's people. Because we can address things from a spiritual standpoint to bring about real change. We can lead the way forward. In the Bible, in the book of Matthew, Jesus says, what is bound on earth is also bound in heaven. Translation for that, what happens in our prayers here on earth also affects what is going on in the spiritual world realm as well. Now, we're going to do something a little different, but sometimes radical conflicts require radical means of resolution. So we're going to have a time of confession and forgiveness, and Ian Whitney have agreed to stand in as representation of the people groups involved. He actually had a great uncle many, many generations ago who actually owned slaves in Louisiana. And Whitney has agreed to stand in as representation of the people group owned as slaves. I realize even me saying those descriptions falls very heavily. It falls very heavily on me. And so I want to speak into that for just a minute. And I'm praying that God will give us humility and eyes to see this. It is tempting to think, yes, slavery was a terrible shame, and it, it's a terrible shame that anyone ever owned any human being as a slave, but, but I never owned any. So why in the world does anybody think that I, as a white person, now have any responsibility to that community? Large portions of the Bible speak to that. In the book of Daniel, Daniel himself confesses sin and takes the responsibility to turn away from wrongdoing that his ancestors did. He feels a connection to that. Why? Because he knows that the culture that he is part of produced the sins of the past, and he is still part of that culture. He senses that connection. The Bible senses that connection. On the positive side of that, even if you don't believe what's in the Bible, we also feel we can take some credit for the good things that happen in, by members of our community and our culture. Why do we feel so proud when an American wins a medal, a gold medal at the Olympics? It's because some members of the community can bring credit on the whole community. That is not a bad thing, by the way. Whitney just this week published an article with the excellent reminder that acknowledging systemic oppression does not demonstrate a lack of patriotism. Quite the contrary. It actually means we are simply identifying a first step toward becoming a unified country. So it is vitally important that we understand this concept if we want to facilitate healing. I'm gonna go one step further. If you've been here the past few months, Duane has been teaching us in the book of Romans from the Bible. And in that book, the writer of that book, the Apostle Paul, goes way beyond the idea 
that we are responsible for what other members of our family did or even what other members of our community did. He says, we are responsible and condemned for what our ancestors Adam and Eve did, that just by virtue of being part of the human race, I'm responsible for things that I didn't individually do. But, but then, here's the amazing, wonderful news. Yes. He also says, but by connection to Jesus Christ and our faith in him, all of us are also recipients of a scandalous, overwhelming, amazing, saving grace. So not only are all my wrongdoings put on Jesus on the cross, but his righteousness is put onto me. His righteousness clothes me. The whole structure of the gospel is based on this idea of corporate responsibility. So we're going to have a time of prayer and invite God into all of that. If you'll pray with me. Father, the weight of this moment is not lost on us. We know that the ground around the cross is level and that you love us all, that your heart is for all of us, regardless of origin or color, to find fullness in you. And that means that any attitude of racism is contrary to what we believe you are all about. That the gospel simply will not stand for people being marginalized and mistreated on the basis of ethnicity and origin. As a country, we participated in the idea of slavery and we benefited economically from the toil of African prisoners and slaves. We held on to that idea for generations refusing to give it up on the basis of greed and wrong thinking. As Christians, Father, see our hearts in this moment of prayer. We call a spade a spade. It was wrong and it was unjust. We took people made in your image and we used them against your will for financial gain. We treated people as things to be used and forsook your idea of Imago Day, people being made in your image. So we ask today for your forgiveness for the attitudes and actions that even made this possible. We ask you to help us repent, even today, of anything that might be still remaining of that. We ask you to change our hearts and to give us insight into doing whatever we can to repair and heal the injury done to an entire people. And Father, we thank you that we can come to you with these confessions without fear of condemnation because you have said there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Whitney, in the name of Jesus and through his strength and his strength alone, would you be willing to forgive the injustice done in the name of greed and selfishness? to break the power of that stronghold forever and to strike a mighty blow for reconciliation in the fullness of the gospel of Christ, not diminishing in any way the evil that was done, but instead, instead, allowing Christ to take that evil onto himself on the cross and lead us all into a better way. Absolutely. Father, we pray that you would strike a blow 
in the spiritual realm for the people even now that are still being impacted by the systemic injustice they have suffered. Shine the light of your truth, Lord, on the lie of racism. Bring healing and restoration in the name of Jesus. Do the miraculous, Father. Lord, I also ask that the people in this room agree in prayer that you would lead us personally to play a part in that healing. Lead us personally to act in the opposite spirit, to be generous instead of selfish. Help us to give freely of our time and resources and energy instead of seeking to use someone else's effort for our benefit. And Father, give us courage to stand up for people who are being mistreated. Make this church a place that is more and more diverse. Make this church a place that is more and more multi-ethnic so that we can proclaim you together as the one true king that unites us all. Only you and you alone can do these things, Father. But we are hopeful. We have hope. Let it be for your glory alone, for yours is the kingdom and all power and all glory forever. Amen.